0: At 13 minutes past six, time to get into the day's top business news, starting with reaction to the latest cabinet reshuffle. The RAND drew a sharp reaction from the latest cabinet reshuffle in which Higher Education Minister Bladen Zamande was axed and several other ministers were moved to various portfolios. The local currency was also affected by the strength of the U.S. dollar as it tracked other emerging market currencies. Political economist Daniel Silk joins us for this conversation. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Daniel, let's start with uh, this marking President Jacob Zuma's second reshuffle this year and reportedly the 11th in his two terms in office. What message does this send amid continued concerns over political uncertainty in South Africa?
1: Well, it certainly doesn't uh, add to a feeling of ease, and I think uh, that's what left everybody a little bit jittery here. Look, I think the headline issue to me is uh, the retribution or revenge exacted against Blade and Zamandi Clearly, uh, Nizamandi had been particularly critical of Jacob Zuma, the Communist Party themselves, have largely distanced themselves from Zuma and from even supporting, of course, Mrs. Zuma at the end of the year. Uh, And uh, this was the time now for the president, I think, to flex his muscles as part of the sort of incremental flexing of the muscles the president has done uh, over the last few months, including the axing of uh, Pravin Gordon and Jerizy Jonas. So we're just seeing a continuation of that. Uh, but clearly also, I think there was an effort to strengthen the president's hands, to move uh, some of these um, more loyal supporters closer to him. Uh, And uh, I think that was also the message by bringing David Maslobo in as energy minister, somebody I think uh, President Zuma relies upon and perhaps uh, can uh, take the issue surrounding this nuclear deal forward Mm. if that is uh, a motivating factor.
0: I'm glad you raised the David Maslobo element and the speculation around him being placed in that energy department to basically or reportedly make sure that uh, the nuclear build goes through. What's to be said in detail about speculation around that? Does this bode well for President Jacob Zuma flexing muscle? Does it even matter because this process was already unfolding?
1: Well, I think the real question, and you're right, does it really matter? Because whether or not uh, there will be any fresh impetus to sign on the dotted line in the next few months, Um, is certainly, uh, it's not clear at all whether in fact South Africa will be able to undergo anything near uh, the uh, originally desired nuclear build program despite indeed the appointment of somebody like uh, Mashobu who is uh, really regarded as somewhat of a a pro-nuclear person. Uh Uh, So my own view is that, look, this might be more symbolic than anything else. It might be an attempt, in a sense, to uh, ram through uh, this uh, nuclear deal perhaps before the end of Jacob Zuma's term And if Jacob Zuma himself is feeling insecure, if he feels as though that his anointed candidate, uh, Mrs. Zuma, is indeed not likely to make it, there may be an attempt to get the deal done as quickly as possible, and this could be a precursor to that. But I'm not sure that even under those circumstances that uh, Jacob Zuma and his new energy minister will be able to take the matter forward. There could be further legal challenges against this issue. And of course, uh, Treasury itself would have to sign off on this massive capital commitment if it was to go ahead.
0: Having mentioned uh, Dr. Nkosa Zanatlamene Zuma and uh, the presidential uh, election or presidential race uh, in the uh, governing ANC, it was a bit of a surprise uh, following reports that uh, she may be given a post uh, in cabinet. And now we see her remaining in the bank benches uh, of uh, the National Assembly. How do we respond to this one? Was this a strategic move or was it not in the pipeline?
1: Well, I I certainly would have expected her to have been elevated to a cabinet position. It would have given her additional status and it would have afforded her a a more senior ranking than a backbencher. Um, In the absence of that, I suppose all one can really say is that um, either the president was really unable to go the extra mile to boost her into cabinet, given uh, the sharp differences of opinion, the faction, the factionalization of uh, the broader ANC and its leadership structure, uh, to bring her in and make her look as though she is the anointed candidate herself would have perhaps been uh, equally uh, difficult for the president to do that's the one option as to why he held back. the second option indeed is uh, uh perhaps indeed um there are other candidates that look as though they're more likely to uh be uh one of the leading lights or perhaps even get that nod at the end of the year and mrs zuma to some degree might well be uh not in the pound seats at the moment uh look my own view is that uh, the president is playing a rather strategic role here um, uh, he will uh, rock the boat to some extent. In other words, he will eliminate Bladen the Zamandi. He will anger the Communist Party. In mm-hmm. fact, they've been very angry by this. Uh, he will create a certain degree of uncertainty within the alliance. But at the same time, he won't go that extra step, certainly at the moment, to bring Mrs. Zuma in and make it look as though she's the anointed candidate. So this could be a strategic step-by-step approach of, of, uh, from the president. Um, and I would still expect Mrs. Zuma to be the anointed candidate for Jacob Zuma, but she is increasingly facing opposition, not only from Cyril Ramaphosa, but clearly also from a compromise candidate like William Keeley.
0: The SACP is uh, uh, definitely annoyed. So is the other alliance partner in the tripartite alliance uh, with the ANC government, uh, which is COSATU, uh, coming out today saying that they reject uh, this latest cabinet reshuffle. And ANC Secretary General Gwede Mantashe saying that they were informed and not consulted on this matter. Is this too much of rattling the boat by the president?
1: Well, it seems that the president wants to rattle the boat. So I think that from his point of view, he made the decision. It's his prerogative uh, mm. to shuffle the chairs in the cabinet deck, and uh, he did so. He wasn't afraid of the consequences. Uh, I suppose his view is that the Communist Party are already so distanced from the Zuma administration that uh, whatever he does doesn't really have much consequence with them. Uh, for uh, Jacob Zuma, this is retribution. This is simply, uh, you know, taking revenge against uh, 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 Bladen Zamandi. Uh, But at the same time, I think uh, the alliance now falls into an even more precarious position uh, than before today. Uh, And even the more considered uh, Guidi Mantashi, as you correctly say, has been very vocal in his opposition to not being consulted. So we really are seeing President Zuma sort of, I would say, you know, end of end of. Term, uh, the last, you know, vestiges of his power are being played out through these cabinet reshuffles, the Provin Gordon one, this one today. Um, but he's not ingratiating himself with anybody. And in a sense, he's also making life very difficult for, because dlamini Zuma, if she carries the baton, if she's the candidate of continuity from Jacob Zuma, she, by implication, uh, is indeed embroiled in all of this. And she's finding her own position. Even more difficult today than perhaps it was yesterday.
0: Lastly, doesn't this make Finance Minister Malusi Kigaba's US trip to investors and meet with rating agencies even more difficult, especially because Pravin Gordon was on a similar trip when he and his deputy were recalled, something Kigaba may still be defending in his current engagements abroad
1: well i think uh, the gigaba mission at the moment i think is quite divorced from uh the internal wranglings of today's cabinet reshuffle uh, i don't think uh, Bladen and zamandi's axing is going to have any resonance outside of south africa certainly with investors and gigaba himself who's playing i might add quite a clever game of uh, i think being uh, the sort of everybody to, to everyone uh i think he will continue to uh, you know put a fairly brave face forward uh for most i think outside of south africa Uh, Today's reshuffle is not of great consequence, but I think what would be of great consequence clearly is if a massive capital commitment was made to a nuclear-built program, that wouldn't resonate well amongst investors, that wouldn't resonate well amongst uh, the rating agencies certainly, and uh, if today is a precursor to that, then I think markets will be watching uh, the activities of government very carefully in the next few months.
0: As a final and parting shot, rating agencies, how are they likely to see this?
1: Well, again, I think it raises the spectre of a government expenditure going out of control on a nuclear build program, but as I've said, uh, whilst the specter is raised i'm not sure that the reality is going to match that uh, mm-hmm. and i think that whatever uh, it, it depends on what what goes forward really in terms of this particular deal this nuclear bill deal is uh, potentially highly damaging uh, to our fiscus uh, going forward that capital commitment to the next decade or so is quite enormous and given the current constraints on our debt to gdp ratios um, it would certainly be I think foolish to embark upon any such plan, so those rating agencies will be watching very carefully. I think they are already somewhat sceptical as to whether we can get ourselves out of uh, the mess we're in with the current leadership in place, and on that basis they're going to be biding their time until the end of the year at that uh, all important conference.
0: Thank you so much for your input, political economist Daniel Silker, talking us through reaction to the latest cabinet reshuffle.